0: i'm joy hi i'm lorraine and this is girlish gurus and lorraine why are we here we're here to talk about mid-lifestyle topics for women who are 45 and older to help you live your best healthiest and most fulfilled life we're also going to have lots of fun along the way so let's get started
1: Welcome back to another Girlish Gurus
0: episode. I'm Joy. And I'm Lorraine. Lorraine, what are we talking about today? We are showing our hearts some love. Oh, this is so important. Yeah. Mm-hmm. February is American Heart Month. And as many of the women out there may know, cardiovascular disease is the number one killer of women. And Mm -hmm. we actually did an episode about it a few months ago. I think it's episode 39. Mm -hmm. And you can find a lot of statistics there, signs of a heart attack and cardiovascular disease. So today we're going to approach this a little bit differently because Joy and I went recently to have our own screenings done Mm -hmm. by Lifeline Screening, specifically to screen for cardiovascular disease. Right.
1: We just went on January 24th. And actually, if you want to see the process, I just posted a video on our YouTube channel, which is also Girlish Gurus, showing the tests and how easy and quick they are. Mm And how wonderful everyone is at Lifeline Screening.
0: Oh, they were so, so lovely. Yeah. And so professional. Everything was on time, scheduled. We went for each of the five tests Mm -hmm. and they couldn't have been nicer. Oh, they were lovely. All three of them. Yeah, And actually the lovely lady who checked us in, everybody was just wonderful. But the technicians were exceptional. Yeah. 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 So the reason we did that is because the time of year that it was too that we knew Heart Month was coming Mm -hmm. up and and, Valentine's Day yeah Valentine's (laughs) Day And we wanted to show ourselves some love, so Mm -hmm. we wanted to be sure that at our age, as postmenopausal women, that everything's working correctly, and just to really, literally get some peace of mind. Right. And I know both of us were nervous about this going into it. Yeah. And thankfully, we'll we'll take you through the process a little bit, but thankfully, everything is good. (laughs) Right. Everything is good. Everything is good. We both have our results. Yeah. Mine were all normal.
1: Yours Mm -hmm. were all normal. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Other than the osteopenia, which I which I did know that I had already, but- Which actually used to be osteoporosis, but you have- I reversed it. And we'll do another episode about that Mm -hmm. in in the coming months. But yeah, so, and that made me feel good because I already knew I had osteopenia. And as soon as he did the test on, I think they do it on your shin. Mm -hmm. Right away, the technician said to me, have you talked to your doctor about osteopenia? So he, so- Julius, he was lovely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So let's just get started, I guess, with that process. And then we might go into a few stories because it's very important- well, let's put it this way. I think one of the statistics is that one in five women will pass from cardiovascular disease. Mm-hmm. So more likely than not, you know someone who has either had a heart attack, had a stroke. My mother, yep. And so, yeah, so I want. we're going to get into that a little yeah. bit too. Because it, t- it touches us in some way, each of us in our lives. Somebody we know has experienced it. Yeah.
1: I feel like this is a good opportunity for me to talk a little bit about my why, why I feel like I want to continue to get screened and to make sure I'm staying on top of my heart health. And that is because my mother passed away. She was 59 and a half and she passed away after having her clogged carotid arteries cleaned out. So she did not have a good diet and she smoked for a significant part of her life And as a result, she started to lose cognitive ability. And when they started trying to figure out what was going on with her, why she wasn't functioning at 100%, they realized that her carotid arteries were mostly clogged. One of them was like 98%, and the other one was like in the mid-80s up to, I think, 90%. And so they said, well, in order for you to get back to functioning at a better level we need to clean out your carotid arteries and she had the surgery and a few days later she died she had a stroke and died and it was horrible yeah and she was young 59 and a half
0: I'm so, so sorry. yeah me too thank you because that is very young mm-hmm. and um how were you how old were you at the time uh, i was 32
1: oh. so it was it was rough it was very very rough and I realize now that if she had access to these screening techniques and also we've talked about this before, but actually cardiovascular disease starts at a much younger age than Mm -hmm. you think. And if this were more of a part of our routine medical care, Mm -hmm. then you would be able to head this off at the pass and treat it Mm -hmm. in a more effective and easier way. And... I think this should just be part of our regular medical maintenance. It should be part of our screening, just like you go and get your teeth cleaned. Yeah. You know?
0: I know. And unfortunately, insurance will not cover it unless you have symptoms. And quite often, the first symptom is a stroke. right, Or a heart attack. Or a heart attack. Right. Yeah. And I think it's so important that we educate younger women. Well, Everybody. Everybody. everybody, (laughs) Especially younger women since cardiovascular disease does affect women at a higher rate. Mm-hmm. And especially it happens postmenopausal mm-hmm. and estrogen levels declining have something to do with that. But on top of that, it is lifestyle. And if we can educate our younger sisters, daughters, nieces, friends to take care of themselves from a very early age, wouldn't it be wonderful if you did go for your checkup and the doctor said, well, this is what you need, sunshine, stress management, Mm -hmm. a healthy diet, exercise, rather than treating the symptoms, right? Rather than treating an ill with a pill. Right. And if they take those steps from an early age, they'll be guaranteed to have a much healthier life and longevity. Right. And feel better and just
1: Mm -hmm. enjoy your life. And it, it, it hurts me that my mother is missed out on so many things. And she died so young. And that's something that I I
0: think about a lot. Yeah. Yeah. And you've Mm -hmm. missed out on so much. Yes. Not having her. Mm -hmm. I know that's one of the things that I think about. One of the reasons why that's my why. I want to stick around. I want to be here for the grandchildren, mm-hmm. for my kids. And I get sad thinking about that. I know that. we're going to cry. In the I rain. know. I know. <laughs> but that's one of the reasons it yeah. was so important to get screened, to to have that peace of mind and why I really pay attention to my health. Mm-hmm. I'll be 66 soon. And we've discussed this before. I'm not on any medications. I do take supplements. I exercise regularly. I eat as healthy as possible. It's not that I i don't cheat here and there. And I don't even want to call it cheating, enjoying things right. that I like once in a while. But I really want to pay attention to living a good life. Mm-hmm. And so many of the things that we can do that can provide us with that good health, that healthy heart, are fun things too, which is like our goal. We want to show you all how you can have fun and stay healthy. Mm -hmm. And
1: have your best possible second act. Yes. And enjoy every moment of it and not have to constantly be worried about your medications and and et cetera, et cetera. But I was actually quite pleased and impressed with how fast the process was Mm -hmm. and how easy it was, how cheap it was. Mm -hmm. Because actually, even though you have to pay out of pocket, it's pretty inexpensive 150 bucks and you get five different tests
0: and we will put a link to the five screenings because that price is a special price i think it's 149 Mm -hmm. the actual price for our followers. Lifeline Screening has provided that for the ladies and, well, everybody, Right, anybody who's listening. We'll put it it in the notes. Yeah, we'll put it in the notes. And what's great about Lifeline Screening is you can go on their website and basically find something anywhere in the country to go. And a lot of them are held at churches or community centers, Mm -hmm. those kind of places. And I recently had a discussion with this young man who was trying to bring Lifeline screening. I think he's a credit union manager or something. They were trying to bring it to their people. Their customers. Their their customers, as well as their employees. Right. And he said he went online to look, and he said he lives in a very rural area, somewhere up in Connecticut, and he had no problem finding a place to go for the screenings. So they make it very easy for you to Mm -hmm. do that. And you and I did it one day. We signed up together. We got on a phone call with them. They kind of take you through some health questions They'll follow up with an email. I think you might have to fill out a few other things. Mm -hmm. And the day that we went, it was a snap. I mean, I think we were in and out of there in an hour.
1: Well, we make a party out of everything, right? (laughs) That's true.
0: <laughs> we make a party out of everything. That's and it was true. actually quite fun. We had a good time. But we were also filming and. And they felt like they were f- superstars, I think, that day because we were filming. And first they got nervous. It was so cute. The one girl thought we were there to critique her, I think. Oh, I th- <laughs> and we said, no, we're just trying to bring awareness. Right. Um, yeah, to cardiovascular mm-hmm. health and that this would be a great way for women everywhere to get that preventative care.
1: Mm-hmm. And I have to tell you, I have no problems whatsoever, doing it again. yeah. I intend to make this a routine part of just my health care and maintenance. And I would have no problem paying for it out of my pocket because I know that this piece of mine is well worth it. It's a whole lot cheaper than actually having to go on prescription medications and et cetera, et cetera. For me, I feel like it's very cost-effective way to make sure you are as healthy as you can possibly be.
0: Yeah. And like we said, we were a little bit nervous going into it. And specifically, they test your carotid arteries. Mm-hmm. And for me, that was a little nerve-wracking. Well, me too, because that's what happened to my mother. Exactly. Yes. And my husband, because of radiation he had for cancer when he was younger caused damage to his carotid arteries, and he did have plaque buildup, and he had a stent put in, and I think one side is completely blocked, but he's doing great, mm-hmm. thankfully. It was caught, so thankfully. But because of that, and in my age, I was very nervous to actually have that mm-hmm. test done, and thankfully, both of us had normal screenings, right. so that that was just truly peace of mind. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. yay. So what are the tests that we had done that day? So there were five tests that we had done. One was for carotid artery disease. So they do an ultrasound to screen the carotid arteries, which are a pair of blood vessels in the neck that deliver blood to your brain. And they test that for buildup of fatty plaque. This buildup is one of the leading causes of stroke. Mm -hmm. And then the next test was a peripheral arterial disease, PAD, an ankle brachial index, ABI test is performed using blood pressure cuffs on the arms and legs. Forgive us, we are not medical people. (laughs) No. (laughs) And so it's important to screen for PAD, P-A-D, because it increases the risk of coronary artery disease, Mm -hmm. heart attack, or stroke. Then they also test for an abdominal aortic aneurysm. So an ultrasound is done to screen the abdominal aorta for the presence of an enlargement or aneurysm. Because this can lead to a ruptured aortic artery, which is a serious medical emergency. Oh, yes. And all of these tests were so simple, so quick, of course, painless. Mm, um, Entirely. And and it was actually entertaining to talk with the technicians. And then the next one, this is the fourth one, is atrial fibrillation. A six-lead electrocardiogram EKG is performed by placing sensors on your arms and legs to screen for atrial fibrillation. AFib, uh, mm-hmm. everybody knows that as, right? AFib can lead to blood clots, stroke, and heart failure and other heart-related complications. Mm-hmm. And then the final one was the osteoporosis risk. And they do that ultrasound measurement on your shin bone to determine abnormal bone mass density.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So
0: that was my only irregular <laughs> test of all the tests. But and you I already, expected that. Yeah, right. I expected that. You, you knew. knew that was coming. Mm-hmm. Because I knew that it was coming. It was actually almost like a test, right? To see, are these tests for real? Because a lot of people ask, are these worth it? Is it worth going? Whatever. Mm -hmm. And the fact that he right away saw that I had osteopenia made me actually feel good about the tests because I knew, okay, these are for real. Right. He saw, there was no prompting. It's not like you told
1: him, hey, ahead of time, check for osteopenia because it's a problem. No, he saw that In the test while he was doing the test immediately. Yeah. 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 So, right. These tests, in my mind, they are very, very important. They're critical and they are not covered by insurance. They should be, but -hmm. they're still cost effective enough that if we can try to incorporate them into our routine medical care, Mm -hmm. we should try to do it. Yeah.
0: So recently, I would say probably two years ago, a friend of mine had gone to some kind of a seminar where they discussed what the symptoms of a heart attack were for women because oftentimes they're different than men. Women may present with more jaw pain, back pain, Mm -hmm. may feel more like they're having heartburn that radiates up into their jaw. And she had just gone to this and within a couple of weeks started experiencing these symptoms. So she knew right away I I think she did wait a day because first she thought it was um, heartburn, but then it started getting more intense. And she realized this one morning that, nope, she thought she was having a heart attack. She drove herself to the hospital, which you're not supposed to do. Do not do. Call call 911. Mm -hmm. She was having a heart attack. They admitted her. And thankfully, she is okay. And when she shared everything that she went through, she said she was so appreciative that she found that information because she might not She'd have known. known. She yep. might not have known. So the episode that we did do, episode 39 about cardiac. Leading Carls of death for mm-hmm. women. Mm-hmm. I highly recommend listening to that. Please, it has yes. all the information, what to look for, all the signs and symptoms of a stroke or a heart attack. But she did share a very funny story with me. And literally, after we went through, thank God she's okay, and we had this great conversation that she was doing well, we laughed and could not get under control because she told me, so the next day she had to have a stent put in because mm-hmm. of the heart attack. She had to have surgery. And they have to go in like a...
1: Yeah, it's a... They have
0: to snake it up into your yes. heart, right? So they had to snake this thing. They said, we can do it one of two ways. We can either go in somehow through the arm or under the arm. Mm-hmm. But she, they said sometimes that doesn't work because there's too many twists and mm-hmm. turns. They can it, go in through your groin. Groin. Yeah. And that's the easier way. Mm-hmm. So she said her first thought was... <laughs> I think I had shared this with you. Her first thought was, oh, my God, I have not groomed (laughs) in months. She said, and I'm talking 1970s porn. (laughs) She said, so here I am. Oh, my God. Right? I just had a heart attack. (laughs) And all I'm worried about is the doctor or technician seeing my (laughs) pubes. (laughs) Well you know so she said so she really had to think about this and realized okay this is the, really the way mm-hmm. they need to go because i don't need to have this done twice but when we when i say we laughed i mean that was such a good laugh because she felt like so good after that but she said here i am I'm, i just had a heart attack and all i'm worried about is somebody looking at my pubes <laughs> oh my
1: god well, I can see being in that situation. You recall when we were at Lifeline Screening? I've had a lot going on recently yeah. with my mother-in-law, and I was getting up on the table, and I didn't realize I was going to have to roll my pants legs up. And I'm sitting there, <laughs> I'm thinking, right. and, and I was, and you were talking to me, and I said. I'm just trying to remember when the last time I actually shaved my legs. Because here she comes. Oh, you got to roll your pant legs. I'm thinking to myself, oh, no. So if you're going to Lifeline screening, please make sure you do it. Do not let this impede you from going and getting the screening. But beforehand, shave your legs. (laughs) and get yourself a petty because they're going to take your socks off. Well, you don't have I, to do that. And I had my franken-toe where um, my my franken-toe is funny because he was going to take my socks off, and I'm thinking to myself, uh-oh, he's going to see my franken-toe. which oh, stop. <laughs> I, I injured my toe, so my toenail on my left big toe is a little wonky-looking right now, and I'm thinking to myself, oh, no, he's going to see my toenail. <laughs> But he was really, really good about it. And he left my socks on. So he just rolled them down. But so I'm sitting there thinking to myself, when was the last time I shaved my legs? (laughs) I don't remember. And you were like, I shaved mine this morning. Of
0: course you did.
1: (laughs) Of course you did. That's
0: because I heard the pube story. uh oh, now this podcast episodes are rated. Oh, gosh. You know what? Honestly, at my age, I'll be 66. I could care less right. what anybody sees anymore. It's like, you know, when, when it's important and you need to get things done, you do it.
1: Oh, absolutely. Without question.
0: Yes, yeah. absolutely.
1: That's yeah. hysterical. Well, now, I do want to update episode 39 we just did mm-hmm. because... That episode was primarily about women and how our bodies present with heart attacks and cardiovascular disease and Mm -hmm. things like that. Well, I was driving down the road the other day, and it's funny because we're in the middle of February. It's Heart Month, and you and I are talking about this a lot, and we're thinking about this a lot. And I was listening to the radio, and I don't recall which station, but I was listening to like a snippet of an interview that one of the personalities from the radio station was doing with a doctor who her specialty was cardiology. And this interviewer asked her, okay, doc, what are some of the differences between men and women and how does that show up in our cardiovascular health? And the doctor started talking about all the things you and I talked about in that episode, episode 39. But then she said there are two other conditions that show up more often in women than they do in men. And I've never heard of this. And we need to do a little bit more research Mm -hmm. because I'm about to spew forth some medical facts and terminology that I don't know I'm going to be getting exactly right. But the kernel of information is there. She said the first thing that a lot of women present with that is not something you think about being a heart attack, but it actually is, is something called heart spasms. And that's where your heart is still actually pumping blood, but your veins and arteries around the heart and your heart it's like spasming and so it's really a heart attack for women And it's not something that you look at and you think in a traditional sense that that's a heart attack, but it is. And it's something you need to have addressed
0: immediately. Did she indicate like what would cause that? Is that due to plaque too? Or is, did she say why? Well, is that something we need to investigate?
1: My understanding, we need to investigate it, but my understanding is the heart still pumps blood. So the structure itself is still working. It's just that it's spasming. Mm. So it's not pumping the blood correctly and I don't know if that's exactly afib but it is something that is technically a heart attack. Mm. It just doesn't look like a traditional heart attack. Right, right. So that was the first thing she talked about was heart spasm which was pretty interesting to me. I've never heard that before. Me neither. And here's the other thing she talked about which I totally totally get. She said that another thing a lot of women will present with is broken heart syndrome. And it's basically cardiovascular disease or a heart attack that occurs because of emotional stress. Mm, I can see that. Me too. And you hear about it all the time, Mm -hmm. right? In this day and age, we as women, particularly second act women, a lot of us have spent so many decades taking care of other people and raising families and just being so emotionally present for others that the stress of it can wear you out. Mm -hmm. I have people close to me and I'm watching it happen. Yeah, caregiver stress. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yep. And so that is really disturbing for me. Yeah. Yeah. I was, on the one hand, disturbed because I'm thinking, this is horrible. I hate hearing that this is actually a thing. But on the other hand, I'm happy that finally someone is putting a voice to this and saying, Yes, there is actually a physical
0: result from this type of long term stress. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's what it is. And you hear about women who have lost their spouses and then, mm-hmm. you know, who pass from a broken heart. Mm-hmm. Basically, the stress of the whole experience, the loss of love. And yes. I can totally see it. That mind body totally connection, it. mm-hmm. it's critical.
1: Mm-hmm. And we have to be more careful about nurturing it.
0: Yeah. You know, some of the research I've done, some of the statistics state that women still think that breast cancer is the number one cause of death for women, mm-hmm. and it's not. It's cardiovascular disease, and for the most part, is totally preventable. Mm -hmm. Of course, some people are predisposed maybe genetically, but still there's a thing called epigenetics where it's the effect of your environment and everything else on your genes. So if you're taking care of your health, if you're having movement and healthy meals and reducing stress and having community, all those things we've talked about, like especially in the Blue Zones episode, all those things that could lead to longevity. We really need to pay attention to that Mm -hmm. from a very young age. And they're inexpensive and they're easy. Mm -hmm. They are
1: things that you yourself can do. Mm -hmm. Meditation, eating more healthy, getting exercise, going out, getting sunshine and fresh Mm -hmm. air. and Sharing time with friends Mm -hmm. and family. These are all things that are doable.
0: Mm -hmm. And within their grasp of anybody. Right. And so good for our heart health. Right. And so, with this episode, you know, talking about showing ourselves some love. This is a great way to show your heart some love, Mm -hmm. really. You really need to pay attention to how you're living your life and living your best life, not accepting symptoms. Like one of my favorite saying is, you know, listen to your body when it whispers so you don't have to hear it scream. Oh my God, for sure. So really pay attention because you know your body and you know when something's not right and you want to make sure to have that checked out because you don't want it to get to that point where it's a heart attack, Mm -hmm. where it's a stroke.
1: Yep. Yes, absolutely. And the only other thing I would point out is if you can get a cardiac calcium test, that's another test that you might want to Mm -hmm. consider getting. Mm -hmm. That's something that I've gotten done a couple of times. So fortunately, I've scored very well on that. I have to say, I'm very, very pleased. And I do have you to thank for this a lot, Lorraine, because in the last five years, you have really been influential in how I've been changing my diet and how I've been working to take better supplements and get exercise and things like that to help in this time where I've gone from perimenopausal to postmenopausal.
0: Well, you know, all of us women are in this together. 100% of us, if we live long enough, we're going to go through it. That's right. If you're fortunate enough. Right. So the best thing to do is to try to care
1: for yourself in a way that it's a happy and fun time, Mm -hmm. which it should be. And it has been for me so far. Yeah. So yeah. I have you to thank for that. And I do want to take a moment to point out, if you haven't checked out Lorraine's book. The Magic of Menopause, The mm-hmm. Holistic Guide to Get Your Happy Back. You need to do it because that book is such a good book. Oh, thank you. And it's a quick read. It's inexpensive. And it is a good starting point for going
0: on this journey. Yeah. We want a longevity, right? Right. We don't want a long disease span. We right. want a long health span. Right. So we don't want to be suffering for the rest of our lives, especially when women are postmenopausal. That could be 30 to up to 50% of their life. Right. And so many things come with that as postmenopausal women. And we want to live the best life that we can. Absolutely.
1: And that yeah. book is a, a great starting point. It's inexpensive. Go check it out. You can yeah. check it out on
0: your website. Yeah. On Amazon, too. You can find mm-hmm. it. Yeah. We'll put links in the description. Yeah. 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 And I'm working on my second one. I so. know. <laughs> I know. See? <laughs>
1: And you're going to be 66. Yeah. You're my hero. But I feel like this whole experience has been great. Mm -hmm. And
0: I wish I had done it sooner. I know. This has actually been on my plate for a long time my parents did it years ago and i remember them telling me oh we're going to, we're going to this place in this parking lot you know kind of thing <laughs> and i'm like oh really you know and at that time that was even before i was a health coach before i was uh, i was i've always been health conscious but it was before i was really researching and i knew that they got peace of mind by doing that and it was tests that they could not get covered by insurance right. and Believe me, if you go, I think if you went, went through the regular route, it would have been very expensive. So, this is very inexpensive to have these five mm-hmm. tests done. And so, when actually Lifeline Screening approached me about maybe partnering together. And I started really looking into it again. I said, you know, I really need to do this. And I put it off for the longest time. And I'm so happy that the two of us finally did it. It was fun. And we we were prompted because we knew Heart Month was coming Mm -hmm. and the importance of it. And because we did these episodes on the number one cause of death for women, I've written articles about it. We can put those in the show notes too. But so important because There are so many things that we can do to prevent it from happening. Right. And teaching that aren't that aren't medication. Right. Right. Right.
1: Yes. There are so many other ways that you can approach this. And Mm -hmm. I'm not saying don't take medication. Take it if it's appropriate. Get with your doctor and see what is going to work best for you. Right. But there are things you can do outside of medication to really promote Mm -hmm. your health and well-being.
0: Yeah, and I haven't talked about this recently, and I was actually going to do a post on Instagram about it. But this past year, I've really felt good because I've gone for several tests, and I feel like I'm doing the right stuff. So when I went for a recent physical with my GP, my cholesterol levels, she was concerned last time they were high. I wasn't as concerned as she was because my HDL, which is the good cholesterol, was high, Mm -hmm. which was at a good level linked to a decrease in heart disease. But my overall cholesterol was very high. But when I went, I had reduced it by almost 60 points. She kept asking me throughout the whole appointment, what did you do differently? What have you been doing that she said to me, I have never seen any of my patients ever reduce their cholesterol that much without being on a medication. Mm -hmm. So I said, exercise, eating well, supplements. You know, I know that there are good supplements that can help. And I said, trying to reduce stress, you know, all those things. And then when we went for the screenings, I felt like so good about that. And then when I went for my DEXA scan, so I told her I'm going for the DEXA scan. I said, and I've done all these things because she wanted me to take a calcium supplement. And I'm not sure if we've talked about that yet. We haven't, not yet. Okay. So calcium, since we're talking about heart disease and cardiovascular disease, calcium in certain studies have shown to, if you take a calcium supplement as a woman, in otherwise healthy postmenopausal women they had a 15% increase in cardiovascular disease because the calcium wasn't staying in their bones. It was kind of like leaching mm-hmm. and causing the p- plaque buildup. Right. So I did my research on that, and I discovered it's because they may be lacking K2 in their mm-hmm. diet, and the K2 is what keeps it in your bones. I don't know all the medical terminology for all of that, but the research that I did, I knew I did not want to take a calcium supplement. Mm-hmm. And when she, when I was first diagnosed, she said take calcium, and I highly recommend you go on a medication like Fosamax or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I also knew that those weren't good things to do either. There are studies about those that show that actually- They it incre- can make your bones more brittle. Yeah. It increases the density, but not the strength because mm-hmm. it keeps the dead bone that should be being released, mm-hmm. again, medical terms, mm-hmm. but it keeps it in there so it looks denser, but it's not strong bone. Mm. So I decided, no, I wasn't going to do that. I did the K2. I did a power plate. I did all certain things. So when I was in there for my appointment, she said, I'm very curious to see what your (laughs) DEXA scan comes back as. So prior to that, I had been diagnosed with osteoporosis in my hip. Mm -hmm. When I went for the DEXA scan, it came back that that was reversed. I was now back at osteopenia. So now I'm trying to reverse that by doing all these things that I've researched. Mm -hmm. And I've wrote an article about that too, we can link to that too, since that's one of the tests that they do for lifeline screening. So the point of all of that whole thing was, there are things we can do in our life holistically, right? Besides medications, and Western medicine is wonderful and it's needed at certain times, but it shouldn't be the first step in our line of defense, Mm -hmm. right, for longevity. We should be taking those steps to really pay attention to holistic ways, things that our body needs, things that our bodies may be lacking, and either supplement with those, eat healthier Mm -hmm. And one of the biggest things is exercise. Oh, for sure. Exercise is critical. Right. When it comes to cardiovascular Mm -hmm. disease, when it comes to bone health, when Mm -hmm. it comes to mental health. Oh, yeah. Exercise is so important for everything in our lives. I walk every day at least once. I try to walk twice a day. And I've been, because you've given me inspiration (laughs) in that regard, because I do all the things like I go to Pilates, I do my power plate. And for some reason, I never find the time to walk. And within the last month, because I know you talk about it all the time, Mm -hmm. oh, I'm going for my second walk Mm -hmm. or whatever. You've inspired me to get back on with that. See, you're so good for each other. Yep. And I'll tell you, mentally, that has helped so much because Mm -hmm. there are actually certain studies that show that a 20-minute walk can be better than taking a Xanax, mm-hmm. really, for your mental health, oh, for anxiety, I, depression. I, I clear my head out.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, and then it gives you that mental so clarity to mm-hmm. then get back to work and do whatever you need to do, right, when you get back. But um, all in all, so all of these tests, all of these preventative things that we can do, paying attention, maybe educating our do- doctors a little bit, too, about <laughs> our, our health, right? You're your own best advocate. Mm-hmm. And You don't necessarily have to do everything that your doctor tells you to do. It's a a conversation, right? Mm -hmm. And you may want to get more than one opinion Mm -hmm. on things. If if something doesn't sit well with you in your gut, you know it's not going to be good for your body, then pay attention to that feeling, too. Right.
1: That's all good advice. I'm telling you. There are so many things we would like to... I would like to talk every day about some topic. And... What I would really like is for you out there in the audience to let us know what you would like us to look into and discuss, Mm -hmm. because we have the, the time and the resources to be able to, and especially you being a certified health coach, I feel like we are well situated to deep dive into some topics that some folks just don't have the time to look into on their own and just discuss Anything under the sun that will help people have their best and happiest lives.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we are, like I said, we're all in this together. Women need to lift each other up. We need to fight for our health care and educate the younger women coming up, especially prior to them reaching perimenopause, so yep. that they're prepared for those years, because there's so many things, like we said, come with that. Mm-hmm. There's an Especially for women, postmenopausal women, there's an increase in diabetes and heart disease and osteoporosis. Those are all things that come mm-hmm. postmenopause, but there are things we can do to prevent those things from happening. And manage it a whole lot better mm-hmm. and
1: feel great in your second act.
0: Yep. Yeah. Wow, this has been a good one, really. Yeah. And again, shout out to Lifeline Screening oh, because For um, sure. They do a wonderful job. And again, we're gonna put that link in the show notes where you can schedule your own screening. We highly recommend it. Yes, absolutely. And they will send the results to your G P to you as well as your doctor.
1: I did realize they were gonna send the results to
0: your GP and I'm interested to see what my GP has to say about it <laughs> the next time I see her. Me too. Because I Remember in that episode that we did, I discussed how when I asked about these screenings, my GP actually said, I don't don't recommend going to do it. You don't present as someone who would have heart disease. And I felt like, hmm. (laughs) <laughs> when oftentimes the first symptom is a stroke, I'll take my chances and right. go get the screenings, you know, and be sure and get and, and get my p- own peace of mind right. about it. Yeah. Well,
1: I, I wonder if it's because maybe they're saying it's like people going and Googling symptoms and things like that. But actually, my GP said to me, go get some
0: tests. So my GP was... Again, so there you go. Promoting Our, it. The two doctors, right? Two different Completely examples. different. Of, right. So in that regard, maybe I didn't like what I heard. Mm-hmm. I could have went to your doctor.
1: <laughs> well, m- maybe. I love my doctor. She's, she's actually a physician's assistant. She's really, really good. Yeah. But yeah, she sent me for tests. She sent me for cardiac calcium screenings and... She's been great about that kind of thing. Oh, yeah. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I think it just depends. And that's another good point before we wind up here. Find the medical professional that's right for you. Don't settle. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, we could go on and on, really. Yes. Yes. Is there anything else you want to say?
0: I would just say, love your heart. Love every part of your body. Yes, absolutely. And take care. Take good care of it. We've only got one body. We've Mm -hmm. only got this one life. We want to do as many wonderful things in this life Mm -hmm. as we possibly can. And the way to do that is with a healthy vessel. That's right. (laughs) So I encourage you to get the preventative care. If you haven't already, incorporate a lot of these healthy, holistic ways of living a long life. Yeah.
1: I love it. And... Make sure you check out our YouTube channel, because I had such a good time editing the video where we're actually doing the Lifeline screening tests. Do we see hairy legs? <laughs> no. That's one benefit of menopause is that uh, your legs don't get as hairy as they used to. The rest of you, I can't speak to. But my, <laughs> but my legs are not as hairy as they used to be. Maybe Thank- just the chin. Thankfully. Oh, the chin. We'll have to talk about that later. <laughs> Right, on that note, yes, everyone, thanks for listening. Yeah. And uh,
0: we'll see you in the next one. And lots of love to those hearts. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of Girlish Gurus. We hope you'll join us next time for more fun and inspiration. Be sure to check the description of this episode for links and information about the topic. And you can find us on our social media platforms starting with Instagram, Facebook, and now including YouTube. You can find us by searching Girlish Gurus, and you can also check out our website, girlishgurus.com, for more information on us, our projects, books, and our growing community.
1: And don't forget to download this episode, give it a good review, and share it with your girlfriends. We would also love to hear from you in the comments, because the more interaction we get, the more episodes we can post. Thanks, everyone.
0: Bye. Bye.